I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. Folks, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, February 5, 2019. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. So here we are continuing the creep higher. The title today is Don't Trust a Creeping Market for a number of reasons. But the point is, is that it's a slow market. It's light volume. We're going to discuss exactly what I think is going on today, and then we'll get into what the expectations are going forward, where the top end is, which we've discussed a while already. We've discussed a number of times. We'll also discuss again what the bogeys are on the downside, what it looks like if the market is reversing, and then we'll also cover a potpourri of other items. Before we get going, let me thank everybody for participating and making comments underneath the video each and every night. I love the interaction. Please keep up the great work. I love the banter back and forth. In addition, please hit the thumbs up button on the video and go ahead and share the video with anybody that you think can benefit from this information. Okay, so here we are approaching the 200 period moving average Looked like they wanted to get there today. They just didn't have enough juice to do it. The question is, how does it happen? Does it happen? So let's discuss the possibilities. We keep in mind the trick, trap, fool, and frustrate possibilities as well as we talk through this. But let's go through everything that is on my mind. We'll get in my mind a little bit, and you know what you need to do. Put on a hard hat. You know the drill. So tonight we have the State of the Union. Is that going to be an important event? Eh, I don't know that it will or it won't. Can it mark a turning point? It can. Here's where we are, though. Forget the fact that the State of the Union may or may not mark a turning point based on what President Trump may or may not say. More likely what he may say. But let's talk about the market in terms of technicals and where we are. We know that we're at a point where there is a lot of overhead resistance. That doesn't mean the market can't push higher, but there is a lot of overhead resistance. But look what happened. As we've moved higher, the market has creeped ever since we put in this sideways eating time off the clock scenario down here, right? So the market was coming into a time zone. We were expecting a shift. We were expecting a change in trend. Well, what happened is we got one down day and the market just ate the time off the clock instead and then it began to push higher. And when I say creeping market, look what's going on here. We are now creeping through each and every resistant point that should normally be resistant points. We creep through and we slice through a downsloping trend line. We put in a doji candle right on the 100 period moving average. We cut through that. We closed right above 271.50. That was supposed to be important. Apparently isn't. Now we're higher. We're headed toward the 200 period moving average. What happens next? So here's the story. So either we're going to gap higher in the morning, hit the 200 period moving average and reverse for a few days, or the market's going to continue to creep higher headed for the top end of the breakdown candle high that we've been talking about. There's a gap up here somewhere in the 279, 280 vicinity. 
Now, let's go back to the former. What happens if we pull back for a couple of days? Let's say we do gap higher into the 200-period moving average. The market reverses, and all of a sudden, it looks like that's it. That's the top. Can it be the top? Of course it can. Is it the top? We won't know, primarily because look how much the market is up. We talked about it yesterday from late December, just in about six weeks, we're up a whole lot. So it would be very normal and garden variety for the market to pull back. We haven't really even had a pullback. We had one day, and that was about it ever since we took off from this day on January 3rd, right here. When we took off from there, we've had basically one down day, and the rest of it's just sideways or higher. So ultimately, the market will find its destination. It obviously, at least to me obviously, looks like the destination wants to be that top end of the breakdown candle high, the gap, 279, 280. It's not necessarily going to get there in a straight line, but it can get sucked up there like a vacuum. And these are the reasons why I say don't trust the creeping market. We can gap higher tomorrow and reverse for two or three days, but if we stay above this downsloping trend line, we may just go down and retest that trend line. We may not even get down that far, and then the market may take off again. So a lot of different scenarios can play out. I wouldn't recommend guessing at the market. Again, don't trust a creeping market. We have to play it one day at a time. So speaking of one day at a time, there's always money to be made in the market. It just depends on where you're looking and how you want to go about it. Let's take a look again at inside the numbers. So here's the pre-market morning notes. I'll summarize it for you. Basically, what I'm saying here is the market's headed to a destination. If the market drops in the morning, the buy-the-dip crowd is likely to show up. And if they don't, here's the important areas we need to watch out for. And likely, the market's going higher. That's exactly what happened minus the buy-the-dip. We never had a dip. They just continue to go higher, although today was another very slow day and, again, a creeping market. But I said there's always money to be made, so we had some morning gap trades. So we had two that actually hit their specific price targets. We'll go ahead and look at the charts in a moment since in a slow market like this, we do have some extra time on our hands. After the morning gap trades, we have another section called Stocks on the Move, so in this section, it identifies that we had two entries hit. There's an error on the sheet. IVR did not hit, at least on my chart, did not hit the target of 1565. We'll go ahead and take a look at that chart. I'll show you what I'm referring to. But AMD did. We'll look at that chart as well. And then as we scroll up, we have index important numbers for the day. Basically, what we have here is important numbers as it relates to the ES, the SPY and crude oil. And what I'll do is encourage you to jot down these numbers and then go back and look at a chart and see if they're worthwhile and you can put them to use based on how you trade and if this is something that interests you. There are some more sections, but we'll leave it at that for now. But real quick, let's go ahead and look at a couple of the charts from stocks that did hit their price targets today. Here's one where the price target was $60.09 from the Inside the Numbers sheet or Inside the Numbers page on the website that you just saw. Now again, this is a creeping market, so I wouldn't necessarily trust 
this particular trade. However, it worked, and that's what I want to point out, that the numbers work over and over and over again. We don't win every trade, but we certainly do catch a lot. So all in all, it was still about a 70 or 80 cent reaction off of this price level. Not the greatest trade in the book, but it's still a trade for those that took it. Here's the second one on the morning gap trade list that hit its price target today. It was Ralph Lauren RL. The level was 127.86, and again, it kind of creeped into the level. So those traders that have taken the course at Lazy Gap Trader understand what happened here and that the profile of the trade may have changed. But what I want to point out is the 127.86, and regardless of how price got there, you can see the importance of that price level and the type of reaction that RL had when it hit that price level slightly above it and it had a tremendous decline from and away from that price level. It was down about $5 from that price level in not a lot of time at all. Next up, we had a couple of stocks on the on the move list. This is the one that said it hit its price target, IVR. The level was $15.65. The low that I show is $15.67. I was sitting with an order, was not filled on the trade, so I know for a fact it did not hit that price. That's simply just a data feed error on the website. And here's another one from Stocks on the Move, AMD. You can see what happened. The price given out, and this is long before the market opens, $23.12. Not a tremendous trade, but you know what? For a day trade, it's not that bad. The stock went to a high of $23.46. Show me a trader that doesn't want that trade. So even in a quiet market, on a quiet day, when there's not a lot of activity, we still find a way to win. Back in our lane here, over in the IWM camp, my favorite market leading indicator, and what's interesting is the IWM was basically flat. It was lagging today, so we do need to take note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. Yesterday was leading. Today was lagging. Do they cancel each other out? Is it trying to tell us something? Is it getting a little tired up here at the 100 period moving average? Maybe it just goes sideways for a few days. We just don't know yet, but it is a small puzzle piece. Therefore, it's on the table. It's important to me. It's my favorite market-leading indicator. Over in the transportation department, looks like we're headed at least for a short-term destination of the 100-period moving average. Looks very similar to the SPY and how close it is to the 200-period moving average. Very similar a lot of the markets are trading, for the most part, in tandem. And this is one of them, at least today, the S&P and the transports were trading, for the most part, in tandem, up about four-tenths of 1%, give or take. No new information. We're just having the discussion. Same story over at the queues. We're very, very close to the 200-period moving average. There's also a gap up here. Does it look like that's the destination, at least for now, at least in the very, very short term, like in the next trading day? Yeah, that's what it looks like. We'll see if there's a trick trap full or frustrate in store. But just remember, never trust a creeping market. On one hand, we can gap higher and go. On the other hand, they can gap higher, take care of some of these unfinished areas, if you will, and they can reverse. We don't know what's going to happen, so don't guess at it. You have to let the market dictate what the move is. That's what a trader that treats trading as a business does. The SMH, 
Similar position, but different. It's actually in a better or stronger position than some of the other markets. There was a gap that got filled already, well above the 100-period moving average, and going for the 200, which is at the big fat round number of over 100. Again, it's another market with the same story. It just has different coloring to it. Gold? Gold isn't doing anything other than we expected. It did fill the gap we discussed, and now it's basically paused or stalled at that gap. So we'll see if it's got any more bullish behavior in store. Right now, it is in an uptrend, but it is a little bit overbought. So for it to consolidate, eat some time off the clock, that's garden variety market behavior. Maybe it lets the home base or 20-period moving average creep up toward price. Price can come down a little bit. Either way... I don't have a dog in the fight in the gold market right now. Crude oil, as long as crude oil stays above the 20-period moving average, it's still relatively in a bullish position. The 20-period moving average happens to be creeping higher. There's that word again, creeping. I don't mean to use it in a positive and a negative sense in the same video, so that was an accident. But nevertheless, crude oil is and still remains bullish. It was a down day, but until and unless we get below and close below... The 20 I would say $53 in that neighborhood. It's still bullish, and I think it's just eating some time off the clock. And with that, folks, it's really everything I have. It's a quiet market. Everything is going pretty much as planned. So for that reason, I'm out. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. My Strategic Forecast is hosted by David Frost. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. And please visit MyStrategicForecast.com for more information. My Strategic Forecast is common sense market analysis.